A very good evening to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to day one of the second place played between Sri Lanka and England in Gaul. This segment is brought to you courtesy Coconut Miracle, George Stewart Travels Limited and Grand Park Arena. Matthew Stan helps Sri Lanka labour to 229 for four. Sri Lanka, seeking to win the second test and square the two-test Daraj-powered series against England, ended the day on 229 for four in what could be best described as an opening day that saw two veterans, one from each side, demonstrate the perfect art of how test match cricket ought to be played with both bat and ball. For Sri Lanka, it was their veteran Angelo Matthews playing in his 88th test match, who demonstrated yet again in this series that there are plenty of runs in the wicket if one was disciplined enough to apply themselves and stick it out in the heat. Just like in the second innings of the first test match, Angelo Matthews faced yet another 200-plus deliveries to notch up a century, his 11th overall in test cricket and first recorded in goal. Angelo Matthews' knock steadied the Sri Lankan ship, which showed signs of another abysmal collapse at the start of the innings when they went on to lose two quick wickets for seven runs in just the fifth over that had been bowled. Incidentally, it was exactly to the day that Matthews batted for over 10 hours at Harare to score his only registered double ton against Zimbabwe. On the other hand, it was James Anderson, the England spearhead at the ripe old age of 38 years, who kept running into ball on a track that offered him absolutely no assistance at all. But class, discipline, dedication and commitment are attributes that have earned Jimmy Anderson over 600 test wickets over 156 test match career as he ran in ball after ball from the golf 410 and bowled a spell of fast bowling that would be remembered for a long time and also spoken about for years to come. In his first spell, the second oldest fast bowler to take test wickets, Anderson removed Sri Lanka's opener Kusal Pereira and one drop batsman Oshada Fernando within 17 deliveries that he had sent down. Kusal Pereira's heroics of attempting to smoke Anderson over his head, over the goal ramparts and perhaps into the sea, simply backfired as his mighty heave only resulted in him edging the ball to first slip, where England skipper Joe Root held on to a comfortable overhead catch. Pereira, for a brief moment, perhaps forgot that this was a test match that he was involved in, as his shot selector yet again proved to be his downfall in this series. Oshida Fernando was the next to succumb to Anderson when he actually spent more time walking from the dressing room to the batting wicket and back than the time he actually spent as a batsman at the crease. Fernando, who was brought in as a replacement for the struggling batsman Kusal Mendis, who had a miserable run in his last five innings, which also included four consecutive ducks. However, in a carbon copy type of performance, Oshida Fernando not only emulated the time that Kusal Mendis spent at the crease, but also registered a duck for himself too. In only his fourth ball faced, Fernando playing a ball he should have left outside the off, got an inside edge to have his furniture rearranged. This was Anderson's fifth two of Sri Lanka and one he certainly would want to remember best. Anderson ended the day bowling the most economical spell of fast bowling, 19 overs, 10 maidens, 24 runs, 3 wickets, ever seen in a test match on a given day and that too was seen expressing his disappointment when his penultimate ball was glanced by Dick Weller for a four. Anderson eventually ended the day doing what he does best and that was controlling the scoring rate. Even though he did not get enough support from his two spinners who went wicketless, bowling 40 overs between themselves. Earlier, after Chandimal won his second toss in a row in this series and decided to take first lease of the wicket, Sri Lanka was soon seen reeling after Anderson's double strike and looked certain of emulating their first innings performance in the first test. Sri Lanka's hopes then rested on two of its senior 
seasoned cricketers who were then seen batting at the crease. Opener Thirimana, Centurion from the first test, Angelo Matthews, who also stroked a fine 71 in that game too, then took the home team to lunch for no further loss. However, in just the second ball after lunch, Anderson, who kept ball in a tight line and length, had Tirimana poking at a ball outside the off stump that he should have left alone to feather the thinnest of edges and be caught behind. This was the eighth time in nine test matches that Anderson had got Tirimana out, with the batsman averaging just 4.3 runs in every match that Anderson had played. In walked Dinesh Chandimal and got into his stride almost immediately. He hit three quick boundaries, one off off-spinner Bess, through mid-wicket and then took two more boundaries off baseman Sam Curran in fine style. The first was when he hit one of his classical cover drives and then flicked him to square leg when the bowler drifted another onto his pads. Chandimal, who was batting well, then received a ball that English baseman Mark Wood had been hoping to deliver this entire tour. The in-swinger bowled at pace and swung in to wrap Chandimal on the pads and eventually have him out LBW soon after the batsman had reached his half-century. This was Mark Wood's first wicket in this series. The 107-run partnership between Chandimal and Matthews certainly lifted Sri Lanka's spirits and gave them a semblance of hope in reaching a decent first innings total. But what Sri Lanka will be hoping for more is for its wicketkeeper Niroshan Dickweller, who is batting on 19 not out, to go on and achieve that elusive turn despite playing 40 test matches and 72 innings over a seven-year period since making his debut when play resumes tomorrow. This is Marlon Dale Ferreira signing off for Cricket on the Go.